ho, ho. And welcome to El Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for Elf. I mean, Evil. <laughs> and I'm the Reindeer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories most festive and most pasta. Tonight we have the Mummers. <coughs> okay, so yeah, for real, guys, though. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Not for real. I am a reindeer that is also a ninja. Yes. <laughs> and also a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's under my mask. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, so we're doing the Mummers for our Christmas episode. Our Christmassy episode, since this will be posted around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of you might be wondering what the hell the Mummers are. Well, let me explain. Uh, the Mummers are a Newfoundland and Pittsburgh tradition. Is it Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, the city itself, not the actual, like, state, but, like, in Newfoundland, it's basically across the entire yeah. province. Um, uh, where people, it, it stems from, like, Old English and Irish traditions of mummering, uh, which is basically, like, costuming up and, like, concealing yourself and dancing and singing and being jolly and stuff. Uh, but in Newfoundland, and uh, in Newfoundland specifically, because that's where I found it from, the, the terror that is mummers. Um, they're also called Jannies and other names. Uh, but yeah, basically mummers are, you, you get, you get, go into like your mom's closet, you get a bunch of her clothes, you wear it, you, you grab like something to conceal your face, like either a cloth or something like that with two eye holes and then like some glasses and a hat and you put your, all, all your coats on, not just one, but all of them on. Um, and then you like trudge out into the snow to the next door neighbors, barge in, do a song and dance thing and like hang out and for like a, for a few minutes, drink their beer and drink their stew and then walk out to the next house and basically do that. Like it's basically a parade of breaking and entering <laughs> of, of, of festive breaking and entering. Well, that's the like, best kind of breaking and entering yeah. at least. Um, and it's usually like a company with like uh, any mummers loud in like that's their like calling card kind of thing when they knock when they barge in. Um, I was going to say they don't knock do they? No they don't. They just barge the in. <laughs> yeah, they just open up the door and go in. Jeez. Um, and it's like usually like, it's, it's I'm sure it started off and I'm sure it still is in, to a certain degree a very like festive like oh hey like who okay. and then because you're trying you're also trying to figure out who's underneath the the masks and like all the yeah. layers of clothing and that's why they wear like a bunch of extra layers and so that is to conceal their identity yeah. and it's kind of like a guessing game for the patrons of the house that you're breaking into <laughs> yeah. to figure out who you are and then you uh, you basically once it gets too warm in the house you move on to the ne- you go out into the cold and go to the next house that's why we wear undercoats yeah exactly it's essentially like really aggressive caroling right yeah no it's, an, it's a kind of a caroling thing now well, it's not recently, knocking on the door and waiting for them to answer yeah. we wish you were married you know yeah exactly uh, and apparently in like Pittsburgh um, the uh, tradition is is there around New Year's for like but it's like more parade like thing like it's almost like a Santa Claus parade kind of thing where people dress up like that but like march down the streets and stuff Um, but in so I discovered this when I was on my trip in Newfoundland and all I could think was like this is why is there's gotta be creepypastas of this or like horror movies could be written of this like this is just like the purge <laughs> or like or the, the 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 strangers kind of thing it's like where they just don like costumes and just go into your house and like kill you or something like that um and even people that i in newfoundland that i talked to were like yeah no i'm surprised nobody's made like horror movies of this and i was like yeah right and like there's a whole i have a whole book about it like yeah. this folklorist basically did a basically a, a textbook 
on like the history of the mummers. There's that much history on it? Oh, there's a shit ton. Because like, there's different, like I said, there's different ones. Like there's mummers in like, in like central, in like uh, mainstream Newfoundland. Yeah. But then there's like ones that are called Jannies. And uh, there are other names that are really like kind of hard to understand. Like they're like weird folky names that are basically like just different types of mummers. Like rather than wear all clothing or like wear like like discarded thrift store style clothing and stuff like that, they have like they're basically just ribbon monsters. <laughs> like they just have ribbons all over them. And like the, there's even ones in Labrador that are like more or less uh, like uh, Inuit uh, kind of mixed in with like uh, Labrador uh, like, with the Labrador settler culture. Where they have carved masks, like, and it's even scarier. Well, that's not terrifying <laughs> because it's like yeah, a little bit more tribal looking, or like it's just it's cool but creepy. And uh, so I thought that you know, for like as soon as I found that out back in way back when in August, I was like, okay, that has to be like I have to try and find a Mummer's creepypasta for our Christmas episode or for our December episodes, anyways. <laughs> also, I just realized we are doing one more Christmas episode next week, actually. That's it's fine. Christmas Krampus. <clears throat> Shit. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so we'll be doing this again next week. That's fine. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I, I, we so I hunted down um, a mummer story, and when I re- first grabbed the story, I was like, okay, so the mummers. However, I had been bur- I had I knew the mummer man wasn't about the mummers. Um, when I first found it, I didn't think it was going to be entirely the mummers, like about the mummers. Yeah. But this one. Um, I, cursory glance did kind of look like it was mummers. Like it was on solstice, like near the solstice time. Um, it had like 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 festivities were going on in it. So I was like, all right, that's about as far as I read. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, so this is probably going to be about mummers. And I was kind of right. Well, let's well, and we'll, we'll get see in the rundown. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> so I've given you a very hackneyed brief history of the mummers of what the tradition is uh, that I know of or I was aware of. Before going into this. And now let's actually go into the story, The Mummers. So, the narrator, when he was a kid in some ye old English village, um, it's never quite explained. However, there are hints in the story that actually just, that make it kind of feel like it's uh, in England. Yeah. Um, uh, and kind of old, like ye old timey, or at least like very rural. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost borderlining on a fantasy thing setting. But, um... When he's really young, like, old enough to drink beer, but not old enough to... Well, just old enough to, to have, like, some beer with his dad at the tavern. He's not He's not, He's not. not a young man yet, but it's okay for him to have beer still. Yeah, because... It, it, well, he's that, nearing that point. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. um, well, actually, according to the author um, in the comments, uh, the reason why, like, that, the whole thing, that whole thing is about, basically, in the Middle Ages... Um, it was safer to drink water than... than uh, it was, it was, it was safer to drink beer than water. But... Gotcha. Anyway, um, so he goes to the, the local tavern with his dad one night uh, near the solstice, and um, they're 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 having like a good time. Like there's a bunch of people there, like from the community, and he, he overhears his dad talking about um, uh, to somebody about uh, some strangers that have come in from a foreign land. Mm-hmm. Um, that like they don't uh, they have weird like they're uh, they have like a strangely filigreed a ship, and they came from the sick Silk Isles, and they don't worship. The great one. They worship something stranger and older, mm-hmm. um, and this gets everybody. Ner- this is, uh, is getting everybody nervous, and like rumor, like rumor mill starts to go. Um, and eventually, the dad like pushes him, the kid away to uh, go, do, like stop listening. And so he goes and finds some kids uh, in the ta- tavern as well, and they start hanging out and playing. And then everything just kind of stops, and he wiggles his way to like the, to his dad to see like to get a better view, and he finds that like these cloaked 
um, people have come into the the strangers have come into ta- come into the tavern, mm-hmm. um, and they're all in heavy cloaks and like, but there's like colored clothing behind, underneath it, and um, the one uh, the one leader goes to the barkeep and gives him some strange coins, and uh, the barkeep goes up to the back, and then one of them put some spiced herbs into the fire to uh, create like strange colors, and then they pull off their. Uh, they pull off their heavy cloaks and they reveal like these very flamboyantly colorful clothing that scares the uh, the locals because they've never seen such finery and such like color before. Like they're not used to such like rich colors. Yeah, they all wear like um, brown. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. They're all they're all like drab uh, peons, basically, yeah. um, or yokels. And these people like are almost like a like a circus troupe kind of thing uh, with like instruments and stuff. And they start like playing uh, these pipes and. Um, Different instruments that rival or that, that like surpass the uh, the the simple flu- uh, lutist that's yep. in the uh, corner of the tavern, um, and like weird shadows and things come out of the fire from the smoke and stuff. Um, basically, just uh, just a, a display like a performance is going on mm-hmm. um, that scares and uh, angers the uh, townsfolk. And then basically, shortly after that, like after this uh, that all goes, they put their cloaks back on and they walk out. Um, and shortly after, the uh, the narrator looks around, can't find any of the kids, and that's when the ki- the parents of those kids start screaming because they can't find, they don't know where their kids have gone. The only person that seems to know what's go- what where they went is the is our narrator who uh, realized that nine uh, nine of these mummers came in and eleven left. Dun 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 dun, and it's done. Yes. Exactly. So uh, that's basically the story of the mummers. It's about two pages long. Um, mm-hmm. If you put it into another document or something, into a Google Doc or something, um, I do have something. Oh, it's also it's by um, Hello There H U L L O T H E R E on creepos dot com, uh, and yeah, I guess we'll just go right into my, into our notes and whatnot. <clears throat> Sounds good. Uh, I'm gonna start off with the grammar Nazis because it's what we do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what we always did, but now it's a little bit more organized into an actual bit. Yeah, so people that don't like it, they can just shut it off temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they're done with that. Good. Now we can actually get back. Yeah, to yeah, system. yeah. They can turn it off, and maybe they'll be able to figure out when we when we're done. I'm sure you'll put timestamps in there. I don't. <laughs> I know. Um, so we'll start off with a quote: "The windows in the village had flickering tallow candles in the window." So I think you just need to get rid of the win- the last of the window. And just maybe replace it with them. Like, the windows in the village yeah. had flickering tallow candles in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah, you repeated that. the word. Yeah, because the subject is the window. Yeah, it's like, how much is that doggy in the window in the window? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or in the window, how much is that doggy in the window? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, here's another one. Um, and the fast rhymes and leaping melodies, comfortable backed up the incessant murmur of the village gossips. So it just has to be comfortably rather than comfortable. Like, and leaping melodies comfortably backed up the incessant murmur of the village gossips. Yeah. Yeah. 
How, how did I miss both of these? Like, I read it, and, like, I, I only stopped programming Nazis, Nazism once it's, like, it stops me. To be fair... I didn't catch these. Gulag has spell check. Oh, you cheated. So it has, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm really cheating. Yeah, you're totally cheating. <laughs> I'm really cheating, but I'm doing basic editing. Yes, yes, you are. Um, the local farmer who owned the barley fields upon the crest of the hill so it should be barley fields. That's spelled yeah. wrong? Yeah. Uh, it is barely versus barley, which is B A R L E Y. Is it like bear, like B E? Yeah, B- no, B A E. It's B A R E L Y. Oh, so it's like, but that's a like no. Barely, like, yeah, it's like barely fields. Like the barley fields makes like is what it's going for. Yeah, yeah, barley, yeah. yeah. But then they they the fields are barely there because it's winter. Yeah. So instead of them being barley fields, they're barely fields now. They should just say then it should be bear fields. Who owned the bear fields? Because they're barren. But then they could be fields of bear. Oh man, that would be really that's creep us. The, the guy grows bears out of his fields. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> okay, that, that's my next. That's uh, not somebody's writing list. On somebody's writing list right now online. How could that mine. be on someone's writing list? <laughs> it might be. You never know. It's, it's oddly specific. Yes, but it's the internet. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still looking for that Medea uh, Medea creepypasta. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Um, my father hurried me away, rushing me off. Oh, sorry. My father hurried me away, rushing me off. Okay, so this one is more or less just like, it, it sounded weird. Like, it sounds like he's getting him out of there. Like, just rushing, like, running him out of there or something like that. Um, but really, in context-wise, it seems like it should be, it should read, um, that it indicates that he's, like... He's being pushed away out of, or pushed out of the conversation, or out of the proximity of being able to listen to whatever his dad and that other person are saying. Mm-hmm. But to me, when I kept reading that, it's like it's like his father is like spirit, like running him out of the, out of like like it was like, ah, you fool! And I'm just like rushing, him out of the, <laughs> rushing him out of the tavern. But uh, no, he's just being basically pushed away to like go do something else. I had that one as a note as well, but simply because. It's doubling down on it. It's saying, like, my father hurried me away, rushing me off. So it's essentially saying, yeah, it's my father thing. hurried me away, hurrying me away. Yeah. <laughs> it's saying the same thing well, twice. Yeah, it's like window, window. Yeah. It's, well, sometimes people like to do that, like, to, like, like to emphasize something by having another, like, basically saying the same thing, but in different words. Mm-hmm. Um, so use the normal emphasis. Word. It would just be, my father fucking hurried me off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, no, they would the Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I'm joking, obviously. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I just like just feel like that needs to be rewritten to not make it sound like they're he's like running him out of the tavern. Well, that's well, like, or like carrying him out of the tavern. Maybe he was. No, no, but he if he was, was explain it. exactly. And the rest of the context of that, like after, before and at, or at least right after that that um, that sentence, um, he's going around the rest of the tavern looking for the kid and finds the kids. So like he's not being rushed out of the, the tavern; he's yeah. just being pushed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the high to oh, skin. I think I know what it might be. Oh, I just realized it. My father hurried me away, brushing me off. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's work. missing the B. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It might actually be a typo. Yeah, that could. Yeah, because that's two different things. Yeah, because he's hurrying him off and like brushing him away. Like no, dude. And that wouldn't have been caught on. Like, that's why like, I wouldn't have noticed it because it wasn't entirely caught on my. Uh, see, my that's why you can't rely on spell check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Also, I do catch things without the spell check. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I will end you, sir. I'm sure. Um, yeah, anyway, so going on to the next one. High to scant drones were complemented by chromatic bass scales and chords. Terrible, important notes. Um, this one's actually kind of hard. Like, say, just like reading that quote isn't actually going to get it, but complemented was, was spelled wrong. Um, it uses it has an I in the middle where it should have had an E. Okay. Huh. Uh, it was just all it was. Um, and then uh, that's my typos. Well, that's my that's my grammar Nazism. So the rest is my actual thoughts. Cool. Um, so the nights were long and dark, and most nights a thin, jagged coat of hawfrost would top the trees in glistening frigidity. I actually discovered, uh, found a, found a new word, cause, or found a new thing, because I didn't realize hawfrost was an actual thing. Is um, it? It's actually hoarfrost. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I looked it up, yeah. I'm like, that's... When I, looked it up, when I looked up hawfrost, though, yeah. it didn't correct me, it just said, it showed hoarfrost, so I'm guessing it's a different way to say it. Maybe. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, it's an actual thing, it's basically yeah. like, it's also called uh, radi- uh, radiation frost. Really? Uh, because the sun, it, it's like, more or less like... Um, because it, it gets on like the top, like the fringes of of, uh, of trees, and like on it's the stuff that you, the frost that you see on cobwebs and stuff. Ah, that kind of frost. I see. Um, and then we have oh, I should have uh, my mistake. I still have one grammar Nazis, but it's also kind of mixed in with a bunch of other stuff. Um, to see the rich imported vermilions, purples, blues, and golds. That were doubly or that that were daubed liberally over their gay costumes left us dumbfounded. Uh, it's vermilions without one of the L's because again it was just a it basically it's vermilions, mm. not mm. vermilions, which is a another word for it's red. Hmm? It means red. Yeah, red. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was I always get mixed up between vermilion and viridian because ver, uh, viridian is green, vermilion is red. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, it's another uh, word for red. But, like, the way they spelled it, it was just, they, they added an extra L. Um, so these mummers, and they are mentioned as mummers in the story. No, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the one line. There's one paragraph that at the very end it leaves, like, uh, uh, the, it says the mummers. Yeah, that's the second last sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it was. I'm saying it was in, but, but anyway, so these mummers, <laughs> hang on, hang on, are similar to traditions that I know of. But they're. It seems like they're given a, either a different origin, um, and with some in, with this whole interesting ye old setting, which like from tr- uh, from the chalk valleys, um, like it's like somebody describes uh, like the next town over being in the chalk valleys. Uh, I'm guessing it's an older period England because like the Dover like that's like that's usually when I hear like chalk cliffs or chalk valleys, I think of England like Dover the the cliffs of Dover and stuff. Um, but it also kind of felt like it was. I don't. I don't know if you guys kind of got that, but like it felt like it was kind of almost like a was trying to give us like almost like a darker fantasy setting kind of thing. I or just like a vibe. I was getting like a Diablo vibe, honestly, like for a, for a moment, and or like on the shallow brook setting. I was also kind of getting um, the the creep. But you got you haven't read it, uh, Gabrielle, mm-hmm. but we we did like a. There's a series of of uh, creep puzzles that somebody's been writing uh, mm-hmm. called that's set in a. Fantasy version, like fantasy medieval place called mm-hmm. Shallowbrook. Okay, and it has a very similar kind of. I don't know, it just felt like it, but I mean, it could also just be yeah. ye old English, like ye old England. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so the origin, it seems, uh, is like, uh, like these people are like somewhere foreign. Across the sea, the Silk Isles. So Newfoundland? <laughs> no, uh, obviously it's somewhere like Arabia or like the like, or maybe even Asia because of like the silk um, costumes and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, this isn't too far off from like the, the original like act of mummering, which is basically getting into costumes and song and dance and stuff like that and uh, people trying to guess who you are. Uh, that's from old England, so like maybe that's where this is more or less just like uh, it was more used as a description for these guys rather than actually what they are. Mm-hmm. Like they're not they aren't aren't the mummers. They are just they are mummers because they are mummering. Um, oh yeah. Um, also, I kind of liked how the townspeople in this medieval town were reacting to such finery, like such like colorful clothing and some of that. Like they were getting angry and like <laughs> freaked out. Like it's like. <gasps> Yes, liberal, liberal use of color. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just, it just felt very like like a natural xenophobic small town viewpoint. Well, it's like, <laughs> like it's like if you've been looking at photographs that are in sepia tone yeah. all your life yeah. for like, like forty it, years, and someone hands you like an HD printed exactly. full color picture, like ah! <laughs> or like if, <laughs> what is this magic? Or like like it says in the story, like if you're basically like a lowly townsperson who's highest ambition is just going to the next town in the next valley. Yeah. Like, they even mention it's like, it's like, oh, we got foreigners. It's like, foreigners from beyond the, uh, from like the last, the next town over? It's like, no, far than that. The Silk Isles. And it's like, my it's, God. They don't even worship the Great One. It's like, dear one. <laughs> Which, that was also something, like the guy says dear one, I was like, is he, is he calling? He's, is he's he saying calling? dear God. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know he is. But it's just like, it sounded so weird to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, and just, I, I kind of got a little chuckle out of, like, the reactions of these people, like, freaking, like, getting angry and, like, being suspicious of. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, that's so quaint. They're, they're simple, like, townsfolk that have, like, that are basically just all in gray clothing, or yeah. no clothing. Yeah, they'd freak out if I showed up. Yeah, exactly. They're like, <laughs> just, wow. everywhere. in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, so that that was really just that part of it. It was like them freaking out the the colors, yeah. and then we get at the end. It's like for a little while afterwards, I searched for the children I played with earlier, desperately searching for people whose names I cannot, I now cannot remember. The screams of their parents filled up the nights, for no one knew what happened to them. I wonder if anyone other than me counted the mummers in and out. There were nine who entered, and eleven who left. I like the ending for the story because mm-hmm. it, it it's mentioned earlier rather innocuously that there's kids in these t- in this tavern yeah. among the adults and then the mummers use a distractionary performance and spirit the children away while nobody's like well everybody's confused um, about their performance and some of that and however there's something I have to address about the story and that's the fact that the barkeep is paid and just walks out to the back and never comes back. <laughs> he, so, he's like, an asshole. Yeah, he doesn't come. He doesn't come back with drinks or anything like that. He just walks away. Is the barkeep allowing this to happen purposely? Is he? Yeah, they bribed him. Yeah, they yeah, gave him money. Yeah, he, he was. To, was he just paid, He was just paid off basically to to let this tra- happen. Yeah. Um, and it's just like I want to know more about that, and that's kind of my both the good thing and the bad thing about the story like as a short simple like just a vignette piece which is uh, seems to be what the author was going for um based on the comments I read uh was that this was just a short vignette piece that he wanted to, that he wanted to write um to get that ending where like yeah like these these strange like it's like this whimsical thing where these strange folk come in and do a sound dance and then they spirit away children 
<laughs> and the only child that's left is the is our narrator. Um, and like to get that zinger ending, like the ending works for me with that and that for the because it's brought up later earlier in the story and then touched on again at the end with the wham, like oh they were doing this as a distraction to get to get children. <laughs> they just pied piper de moy. <laughs> it kind of makes it like really real. Yeah, and the and, other thing is like him paying off the bartender is kind of unnecessary. Because what would the bartender done? If this is Wild West time, he would have pulled out a double-barrel shotgun or something if they were pulling stuff. But if this is set in medieval times, what's he going to do? Um, well, he Does might, he have a great sword well, underneath would, the well, table? Well, the way I'm thinking is that, like, the tavern is, like, at least in, in older times, like, taverns were basically the the spot of, like, where everybody got together. And, like, with, like the tavern was the authority as well sometimes. Um, like, it was, like, basically the... the or it was the, uh, the information, like, uh, uh, pool... So, like, people talk to the, to the barkeep to find out what's going on. So if the guys were bribing them, it's like, don't tell anybody that we were here. Like, and then... It's so the barkeep doesn't have stories about them. Exactly, yeah. I see. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the, the endings... It, it's, it, the story as it is isn't entirely creepy. Like, it isn't creepy through and through, but it's got a nice little creepy twist at the end with the children suddenly being taken. Um, or the other children that this kid was playing with being taken. Why didn't he get taken? Uh, because he was his dad was holding on to him so tightly, right. yeah. um, like throughout. Basically, like as soon as he like got back to him, it was like hold, held him down, and then while the performance was going on, he hold, held him even tighter. Yeah, uh, is my guess is why he didn't mm-hmm. get taken. But um, yeah, it's a short story. It's it's pretty simple. It's fine to read as that in terms of that. But I just kind of wanted a little bit more. Like it left me wanting to know more about this this whole story. And I mean, we're probably never going to get that, but. It's still le- I'm still allowed to you know speculate and like figure out like find it, like want to know what the hell is going on with this, these uh, mummers. Yeah. So uh, but that's basically my thoughts. Uh, so Mikey, these stands for or Elf? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it stands for Elf today. Yeah. It's standing for Elf for the next two day for the next two episodes. Jeez, review Santa. You should know this. That'll be next week. I'll do it. <laughs> or a review clause. Review clause. There you go. God. Because that could uh, work also in like sentence structure, like yeah. the clause. Because you're the grammar Nazi. <laughs> no wrong clause. I'm gonna see if you've been naughty or nice this year, creepy pasta. Yeah. All right. So I think this is like the second sentence or something like that. Always great when your your notes start that early. <laughs> yeah. It was not quite Solstice's Eve yet. And that is my issue. Okay. Because there's two Solstices in a year, and you could have easily clarified Winter Solstice. Yes and no. Because, well, yes, that, as, a, as that standalone sentence, you're left to wonder. But by the whole thing of the Hofrost... I, I think the fr- in the next and, sentence and the fact, or the, the previous the, the sentence horse, has and, the frost. Yeah, and the fact that the horses, like the the, the, the those rich people that do have horses, um, their horses were whinnying and stuff of that, and like the snow or like uh, like um, their breath was being was was the fog of their breath was being visible. Um, I think it's safe to say that that can be read between the lines that it was the winter solstice. It's literally the next sentence says the nights were long and dark. Most of the nights then jagged yeah. and hot frost, yeah. blah 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 blah. You don't have but to I just, you'd I, I'm I'm all, like it could go either way. Like you could like say the winter solstice, like mm. just be direct. Or you know, you could you know be a little bit more flowery like this person did 
and have it be a couple, have that span a couple of sentences rather than just the one. Yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from, yeah. Mikey, because yeah. I'm the same. It's like, when you give me a little bit of information, it puts an image in my head, and then if the, like, three sentences later, it's like, oh, you changed that information, now I have to go back and change but what I thought it originally was. It is literally like the next sentence. Like, oh, I know. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. It, I, it's not that bad for this one. Yeah, and, and in that situation, like, just saying solstice, like, that didn't put anything specific in my head yeah. that I needed clarification on. It did for you, obviously. Well, I, I default to summer solstice. Okay. So the the next sentence is like we're in the apocalypse. Oh God! <laughs> wow, that's your first assumption. I, I, honestly, like I'd be terrified if I fell into your brain at any given time. Like just like I just stare into the abyss, and something would stare back, and I'd be terrified. Yeah, because I don't know your brain. Sometimes we like your mind process. I mean, like you're a human. I'm a reindeer. We wouldn't understand. This um, this short little elf made out of constellations and I, such. Yes, we wouldn't uh, understand his brain. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes twitching. Right <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, but go on. Anyway, uh, my other issue with that is that the paragraph, the sentence begins with it, which we've yeah yeah gone into it's detail. Like a pet peeve of yours now. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really that bad? <sighs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. As long as that's clarified. Alright. And then, we're, we're trying to figure out where this is taking place. And I, I for him thinking it's taking place in Canada. Why? Because they worship the Great One. Oh, yes, Canada's dead. Did you do it too? Did you do it too? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> See, that no, I, I definitely went differently. I went like you guys went Canada's dad. I went with or with Gretzky. I went with great old ones. <laughs> you didn't even say it though. I know you I didn't say it, it. But I, like because I well because I that was I initially thought it and then I realized it was great one as in you know God. Like, well, that's where the yeah, word is missing. That they, they, they missed the old. If it had old, you, yeah, it would have been cleared that right up. So clearly, no, yeah. So these guys don't worship uh, great old one. However, the other guys, the mummers, worship stranger things and older things. So the greater, older ones. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's <laughs> literally two notes that I had that we just talked about. Now. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> it's fine. I thought I would have had those zingers ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and thus the hockey pantheon continues. Yes, yes. Well, it makes sense because they're all wearing Oilers jerseys. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. These soaked jerseys. These yeah, exactly. Clothes that are like basically just jerseys. Yeah, that transparent stuff they're talking about is like. So, so I wasn't. Well, so no, no. This one. Okay, sorry. Side. So this this does take place in England somewhere, or like some like maybe like, like yeah, England area or something like that. However, they they yeah, the Silk Isles are really just like Newfoundland. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and like so like yeah, basically they're just hockey. They're just uh, the hockey fans from Newfoundland coming yes. over. To the, coming and that's why they're 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 mummering because you know it's a Newfoundland tradition and hockey's a, a Canadian tradition and all right we're building the we're building this this see this is what I like about like this is one of the good things and the bad things about short pastas is that they get us fucking like joking but like also kind of like like help, like developing the backstory because they don't provide us with enough mm-hmm. but at the same time like I you still want something more. But, yeah. like, I like the fact that we can do this kind of thing where we can just, like, bullshit um, extra, like, background information about the story. Huh. Bam. And then 
because this was short, I was trying to think about it, and this actually is the the lead up to and then the ending, potentially of a music video. Okay. Because you think about it, You're, yeah, yeah, okay, it's yeah. like that whole the talking to bar and, and clinking, then and the then doors they, open up, it's like, and if they all it's suddenly in. quiet. They walk and in, then, then they bust yeah, out yeah, the music. Like, like, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, just like, it's a it's actually a Bollywood music video. Oh, totally. Uh, I gotta tell you guys something after recording because uh, it's so- something b- both hilarious and terrifying. Okay. But, like, not for the recorder. Okay. Uh, anyway, so when they initially um, divulge that they have these wind instruments, yeah. um, my mind, for whatever reason, immediately went to Star Wars Cantina. That's nice. the song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be for all we know. So what you're saying is it actually is on it's not actually in our galaxy, but it's actually the Star Wars galaxy, and these are actually the mummers are actually the the Cantina like the race of the Cantina band just coming in and just leaving children. Okay, I need to write that scenario now. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but but then thinking about it some more, and then rereading part of the story. It starts off as a low, sort of melancholy yeah, thing. Busy. So then I was like... So wait, is it like... <laughs> yeah, they could have been like... Like in their mind, they're like, come on, get the intro out of the way we want to do it. <laughs> and then once all the slow stuff's done, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it actually would have been really creepy if they actually started... Like, they, they, kept, they kept piping, even as they walked in. Like, the, pep, the piping got more and more... Uh, energetic, even, uh, even as they put their don their cloaks and they start and march right out of the building. With a yeah, type that out. Well, no, because like the yeah, yeah, that's it. And then the the other thought that I had with the the crazy clothing, so it could just be David Bowie. Yeah, it's all of them. Even the women? Well, <laughs> well yeah, of course. An androgynous, uh, a, 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 a relatively androgynous uh, leader. Uh, I mean, David Bowie's been mistaken for a woman more than once. Um, basically, it's the Council of Bowies. Oh, okay. All his different iterations throughout his, uh, throughout his career. All one person, but as an army. <laughs> wow. Thanks, RPPR, for coming up with the Council of Bowies. <laughs> And they're still, all, all, they're all, still all hockey enthusiasts, right? Uh, <laughs> and still all aliens as well. <laughs> <laughs> they're all of the above. Yeah. These aren't different options. This is all yeah. of them. <laughs> Jefferson Starship. No, that's, that's a different band. Uh, I don't know, what the hell's the... Whatever, it doesn't matter. Cool. <laughs> cool story. Cool Yeah. And then... Jeez. I gotta get that out of my head now. You officially ruined the creepiness of the story. Yes! I did Anyway, to me, I honestly didn't like the ending. No? No. Why not? Um... 
Well, it felt like one of those ones that we've had before, which is the hurry up and finish to a degree. Really? I didn't like. Well, okay. because the story goes, and then something happens quickly, and then it's done. But that's the idea. That yeah, that's the whole like that's what they do. Like they the the mummers literally came there to take the kids and leave. So they want to get out there, get out as fast as possible, so no one notices. Yeah, because they can only keep them distracted so long. Because if they played this song for like an hour, or if we had like another page of description of like that song, it's like that would be boring. Like, I just like it. Like yeah. with, with, in terms of the, the like, I think it, honestly, like the reason why it didn't come up across to me and possibly the gamer. Is it because it's such a short story? Like, we get enough information because it's a short story, and the pacing is kind of, like, kind of quick to begin with, that, mm-hmm. we, don't get it, that we don't get that speed up, but... Well, it, it just seemed like it, it was a relatively fleshed-out, like, story, because mm-hmm. he's using a lot of verbose words. Yeah. And then it just... The ending happened so quickly... And then I was at the last sentence. I was like, "What just happened?" Well, like, well it, it it took me a while, and I'm thinking it's partially because the the last paragraph we're talking about the kids. Yeah. Who and then the last two sentences it switches to the mummers. Yeah. So in a paragraph that should be about the kids. So when is this a grammar Nazi? <laughs> no, 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 hang on. I, I'm going to retort this in a second. Well, Let so... finish. When you're talking about all the, the... Yeah, so talking about the kids, and then at the end, there were nine who entered and eleven who left. Uh, my it's... mind didn't initially think it was the mummers for whatever reason. And was thinking the kids, and it's like, there's nine kids that entered and eleven who Came out. Oh, really? Okay. Like, like a couple people had babies, and now there's more kids. No. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so, I, I don't. I don't actually agree with you at all on that because that for that last paragraph, it, it yeah t- yeah it's about the kids like going missing and stuff like that, and the mummers are the reason. So that's why, and so it makes sense that they'd be mentioned in the at the last bit of it well, because they are like it was building up. That paragraph is building up to the fact that the mummers thieved them away or took them away. Well, no one was uh, like no one was cognizant of it. Well, I feel like, well, for me, it could have easily been fixed by having the last two sentences separate, mm-hmm. because you're talking about the mummers. I disagree, but <laughs> I th- eh. <laughs> I think it's fine either way. So yeah, I don't know. It works both ways. Oh, yeah. that's a problem. Like, yeah, I think I think honestly, it worked. Like, it it didn't feel that the ending didn't feel as feel rushed because of that. Like, it was, yeah. Like, we get a paragraph. Like, we the the, the mummers they they do their song and dance. They leave. Then everybody realizes the kids are missing and start freaking out, trying to figure out where the hell happened to them. And except for the the only person that knows, who's also a dick because he didn't tell anybody, mm-hmm. it's like uh, was the was the was the uh, was our narrator who realized that there uh, who was the only one apparently who had been counting the mummers coming in and out mm-hmm. because and it, it's supposed to insinuate that like nine mummers came in and then suddenly there are 11 mummers wait 11 mummers oh shit they took the kids yeah like that's what we're going for for the the, the creepy twist at the end of the story of course yeah. but, let me say this man yeah. 
Would you have felt that the ending is more rushed if they put those last two sentences at the end? Where, like, the last bit is literally just a couple sentences. Wouldn't that make it look, at least at browsing through it, look like it's rushed? Like, is that seriously your problem? The fact that you well, didn't the, hit enter at that one well, specific the spot? Issue, <laughs> that changes it from being rushed to not rushed. The issue is that I read the last paragraph, and then I was like... I was, Found myself confused. I went back and read the last sentence. Mm-hmm. Just the last sentence. And I was still confused. Okay. Which means that the last sentence is also horribly done. Because I... there were nine who Does entered it... and eleven who left. But they said there were nine of the mummers that entered. I... <laughs> or another way to fix it would be to put a potentially a semicolon between the two sentences... So that you know that they're still talking about the same subject of the mummers. Because the paragraph starts off talking about the children. Yeah. Okay, just let me stop it for a minute. The sentence directly before that is, I wonder if anyone other than me counted the mummers in and out. There were nine who entered and eleven who left. So the sentence right before is him talking about the mummers. Yes, but and the then paragraph... he mentions that there's time, that the, the, the count of them. But the paragraph starts off talking about the children. So the paragraph should be solely focused on the children. But, like, no, we could, uh, like... I'll just end this conversation right now, okay? Like, I, 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 I don't, I also, like, the other thing, I, like, I don't see it rushed at all because, like, it aptly references the children early on in the story. And then suddenly we get a callback. It, it calls back those kids in the in the uh, at the end. And yeah, like sure, the mummers aren't the children, but the mummers took the children. So that therefore, like for me, anyways, reading that, I had no problem understanding what the hell was going on. It was like it was so, a few seconds, and I was like, oh shit, the mummers took kids. So what you're saying is the mummers, in fact, are children? No, because <laughs> <laughs> that would also solve this issue. <laughs> I think his problem is. They took the kids. They are full grown-ass men and women. Yeah. Kids are not full grown-ass men and women. No matter how many clothes you throw on them, okay, yeah, it that, looks like tiny mummers leave. I will give you that. That, that did... Okay. That is, a pro, that is the one like, issue with, like, with that I can see, is that the mummers suddenly have several smaller mummers with them. No, you know what they did? They stacked them on top of each other. <laughs> they took the two kids, stacked them on top of each other, and the other one is the bartender. Um, Done. <laughs> you're welcome. I mean, I will give you, I give you this. Like this story, I, I personally think it, it merits an extension, like or an expansion on the ending. Mm-hmm. Like find it, like, like yeah, sure, it's all fun. Like for just a simple, like short, like vignette story, it's fine to just have like leave it off on an end twist like this. But I don't want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nor should I find out how long they've been practicing the Cantina song, how long they've <laughs> no, I loved the Oilers. I want, I want them like, like, you know, like an invest, some kind of investigation on the on the side of this ch- of this kid, or like maybe his parents or something, or like the, the the townspeople trying to find out what happened to the where the mummers went and some of that. Um, or I was like, hey, where'd the, what was the what was the 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 names in this one were really weird. I'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm like I. I, I guess I could have also like Googled those names to see if they were like. I did it. Oh, you did. Cool. I did it. Um, was it Steyer or something? We'll get into it. No, no. Oh, Steyer was the barkeep. It was like, yeah. you see, like, hey, what happened to Bar- uh, to Steyer? Like, he just vanished that night. Oh my god. 
He was in on it the whole time. And he's actually a mummer in disguise. He might have been probing him. Um, but yeah, I guess the bottom line is you didn't like the ending. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. So is, my... that, is that? Oh, is that all your? Is that your last note? Yeah. Okay. Well, I figured I'd start at the beginning, and then which had your... the second sentence, and then and end at the, the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> there is another I don't note. I just your logic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, because the first one we talked about, uh, my first note is actually about the names. Yeah. So. Going through it, as soon as I started hearing the names, I'm like, where is this being taken pl- taking place in? Because, I look, so Gur, G-U-R-E, <laughs> yeah. is the father, yeah. and the, the farmer is Aram. Aram, yep. This is actually where, because those names sounded awfully like the Shallowbrook names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why I kept thinking, like, the Shallowbrook uh, and Diablo. It's because it started sounding like dark fantasy names. Yeah, pretty but much. Yeah, sorry, go on. So, the, like, five seconds I took Googling, yeah. uh, Gur is an African name, meaning left-handed, so he's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And, um, Aram is, could be a few things. It's a Hebrew, Hebrew name meaning height or highland, Kurdish meaning calm, or Armenian meaning excellence. I choose to believe it's Armenian, because then he makes excellence in barley. Because he is the farmer. Excellent barley, yeah. And then, um, where's the other one? I had a Stein. different note on that because he comes in elsewhere later on. Um, yeah. It is, uh, Stryor. The barman. Yeah. So I'm like, Stryor? Like, seriously? I couldn't find any... I could barely pronounce that. Like, I, I tried reading that, like, those sentences out loud, and I was like, no, I just saw Stryor. Okay, so here's the thing. I searched this one. I, I couldn't find it. I went to the second page. The first, na- the first instance of this coming up was Google finding this creepypasta. <laughs> so, so it basically is like kind of like fantasy names, basically. Because, like, the way I'm hearing... So, African name... African, Jewish, Armenian, Armenian, or... Uh, Kurdish, Middle Eastern. Or, Middle Eastern. Yeah, Middle Eastern name. And... Stryer. Stryer, which he's is an a fantasy name. He's an alien. Yeah, clearly. Because we're in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, like, I, the way I could see it is, like, you, it could still be... England still still holds true because England was kind of a melting pot for a lot of different like immigrants and so that around in the Middle Ages, well not yeah. so much the Middle Ages but like early period. Um, yeah. So like African people were there, um, like Middle Eastern people, like, oh, I guess. like again, like they had like they were a major. England was a major import export uh, country, so I could see uh, like people like from from this town like maybe being like from like being immigrants from other yeah. parts of the world. And I'm sure if they put, like, if the creepypasta was longer, there'd be more yeah. time to say this takes place here. It's a, a, it may, a stew it may, pot for different least, uh, yeah, races like if, coming, or different people from different nationalities coming in. Yeah, like, if they went into, like, full detail on, like, the, yeah. the, the setting, maybe. Because, like, because um, all I have is names to go on, I have to, like, just put that name to that name's meaning. Yeah. And... Like ethnicity of where it comes from to get a visualization of that character. Yeah, and then like the fact that they use like Chalk Valley, um, like again, I I think when I think Chalk Valley, I think England um, because I think it's just a valley covered in random colors of chalk. No. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Gabriel. You're here. Here, uh, you're a valued associate. Thanks. The <laughs> I'm here for all color and video game related jokes. <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> 
Oh, and speaking of, the only um, rationalization I can come up with for the barman named Stryor, that is his gamer tag. So this is all actually taking place in a video game. Or it's just in modern time, and the kid plays... <laughs> on, he play, yeah, he plays on Xbox with the bar guy. Okay? Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's just like uh, Monty Python, the quest for the Holy Grail. Oh my god. It's in modern time. <laughs> Spoilers At the end the cops show up Because <laughs> there's been a murder Yep And the, the, the whole Buddy Python the Holy Grail thing Or the uh, King Arthur thing Is also just a, a weird like Live action LARP activity Totally Alright That is <laughs> We're making this more and more ridiculous I, I like it But like At the same time Like <sighs> So now this is in The Star Wars universe Um Where uh uh, people from the Newfoundland and the Star Wars universe came over who are uh, Oilers fans, yeah. who uh, are also the Cantina uh, troop. Well, they're not, they're not who are they role playing. They may not specifically be canteen, the Cantina band themselves. They may just be. They're their rivals. So they they come in and they also like do this huge role play thing. Yeah. In the normal Star Wars universe, so there's like Tie Fighters flying. It's, over the top it's actually shit, like so. on it's on Corellia. There you like, go. Uh, like one of the uh, the human worlds where uh, there's uh, but where there's species there as well. Like, yeah, so fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome, but so retarded at the same time. I don't know if we're making this better or worse right now. <laughs> worse or better? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna go with better. I, like <laughs> definitely, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just like yeah, like th- knowing that like the names are like like is just so varied eth- ethnically. Yeah, like, it's very random. It, my guess is it's just supposed to be maybe not even England, just a f- a random fantasy world setting. Yeah, mm-hmm. a random fantasy setting because that's the only like because that sounds like somebody like some like like something a D and D player or like a, a a fantasy writer would just do would just find some like cool uh, random board. name generator. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stryor. <laughs> yeah, folks around here call him Stryor. <laughs> it's supposed to be Strider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, another typo. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So, but moving on from that. So, um... <laughs> this is a silly place. <laughs> yes, let's move on. Um, so, my next note here is in regards to them being kids in the bar, okay? Yeah. This is b- before you said a whole, in medieval times, it's safer to drink beer yeah. and all that. But, think about this. When they're describing the kids, they're saying they're short enough that they're weaving in between the yep. adult's legs. So, that means that these kids are about this high. Yep. And they're drinking beer in a bar. Wa- well, is that normal? Well, well, in, in, in medieval times? When water would, ca- would kill you, because water was not very hygienic all the time. Yeah. I would assume that, like, they'd also water down um, beer sometimes. <laughs> Don't drink water, so no, 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 just no, take like, the they, beer well, and take well, 75 no, like, percent water. No, legitimately, though, like, that's actually what they do. Like, they, uh, it's actually what they did in World War II as well. They'd actually um, uh, put, uh, put wine in water. Um, uh, for some certain troops, because does um, it like kill the bacteria? Well, first off, yeah, it, it kills any bacteria in oh, the water, okay, but yeah. also for wine and, and the water during the winter, it was also uh, to keep the water from freezing. Oh, so um, yeah, okay. the alcohol itself actually mm-hmm. is acting as a sterilant for yep. the uh, water or a water purifier. 
Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's it why. It sounds like they just handed him like a freaking like no, a like, mug of meat. Does, they do even mention the story like he was old enough that um, they wouldn't that he could drink. Down. Yeah, that they, that he could drink, oh, but he did, but he wasn't uh, he wasn't young enough that they uh, had to water it down. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Did I actually say that? Shit. Yeah. I totally gapped on that. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, because like uh, that was actually one of the comments is like, uh, it's like, what? How old are these kids that they're drinking beer? Like in the comments, and then the guy was like, well, I mean, in the Middle Ages, like you had to drink. It does say that. Yeah, it have to be trusted without the barkeep watering the beer down. Yeah, without dry or watering the beer down. Mm-hmm. I love that guy's name. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Is he your next D and D character? Yes. <laughs> Sorry with the barkeep. Oh God. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Okay. Again, we're we're D and D talk time. Okay, go. <laughs> like next time we run, I run a game. You need to play uh, like uh, a rogue named Stryor, who's also a barkeep. Oh, okay. So you know all the poisons and stuff. <laughs> you just like whisk people away. <laughs> nice. I can just turn my quarry in into, into Stryor. Yeah, you can. That's a nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be easier to remember than <laughs> was it? Viser? I don't remember. Damn it! But anyway, going back to you know creepypastas and. Oh such. right! Yeah, we're here doing that thing. Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> None of this is getting edited. I'm right. not editing any of this out. Excellent. That's fine. So, um, in regards to the strange outsiders coming in, yes. and they're um, describing the way they look, they use the word gay. Yeah. Which is an old word for, for happy, like, or happy and such. And stuff, yeah. But it's like, their gay costumes left us dumbfounded. Yeah. So, they're flamboyant costumes. But here's the thing. At this point in the story, I was still believing this is in, like, modern times, just in a weird modern times where, like, a kid can go into a bar because That's reasons. Weird. Because yeah. it, it doesn't really say anything specific that it's this kind of era, you know? See, it's interesting because, like, I read, when I, like, from the, almost from the start, I reading this, I, like, it does mention early on, like, only the, only the rich people could afford horses. Yeah. Like, yes, it does, doesn't it? I instantly thought... All right, so we're we're going back in time a bit to some ye old time period. Think about it like this: right now, only the rich people can afford horses. Do no, you have horses? No. But Do you no. know anyone that has horses? Yes. Are they rich? No, they're middle class. Really? Yeah. Is all of their money tied up in horses? Well, yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> you need a lot of money to have horses. I, see, I just I don't I I honestly didn't see like I don't I didn't see this at modern at all. No, there's like nothing. The no, there's okay. nothing in it that is inherently modern. Yeah. But when I start reading hints? something, my basis is modern. If it's medieval, tell me. If it's future, tell me. But you know. It does tell you just in the details. But it's kind of vague. That's kind of what stories tend to do. Like, yeah, but if it's vague, then everyone has completely different views. That's on fine. It. Well, considering Not how we've had, and we've had this discussion I before. Know. Well, considering yeah. how descriptive. This author gets at the beginning with yeah. the hoarfrost. Yeah. And he leaves out the description of the, 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 the era that well, it's in. If you're, well, the thing is, like, it, he's writing it from the point of view of the kid, or the narrator, and, like, they wouldn't, like, honestly say, like, in the year eight, in eight, 180 AD. I understand that, but the way it's written... It's not like this 10-year-old kid sat down with quill and ink and wrote this. Yeah, obviously. This is him writing it down recounting as an adult. Yeah, this is him recounting it. However, like, like also, this may not even be, like, um, like real-world, like, hist- historical setting, because they use the Great One, which I don't... Rec- I, I'm not a historian, so I don't know what people called God back in, like, Middle Ages, but... Wayne. Sh- huh? Wayne. Wayne Gretzky. 
Yeah, he's the great one. We already went over this. Yes. We're in a utopian fantasy setting, I think, in this one, because, you know, Wayne Gretzky's a god. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that South Park episode where, um, we're like... The kid, the kids take over the town, and they're worshiping that uh, that statue of uh, what's his name? The f- oh, he's a he's a football star. Mm. Shit, he's ah. Oh. Your your South Park reference has just been revoked. No. <laughs> Damn it! You right. guys know what I'm talking about, though. It's <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like they have to keep like I, sacrificing people to him. Getting back to the actual story, I. Oh, we're not talking about South Park? No. No, okay. Um, <laughs> I I guess, yeah, like... I, 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 for me, like, I saw it as being historical, like, nearly off the get-go. Uh, or, like, being, like, an old-timey setting rather than modern. So I don't really... I just don't understand where you went or how you went from... Uh, how you got that. But aside from just, like, that's how you base every, every like, basically, that's your, like, jumping-off point whenever you start a story. Well, here's the other thing. In regards to the horses again, back in the oldy times, you didn't have to be rich to have a horse. Uh, really. You had, have, you had to have a lot of money, though. Well, this is a really small village. Like, it may not... No, but everyone used horses back then to do everything. Not just not horses. They used oxes and stuff like that more than anything. Did they? Yeah. Hmm. I guess I'm thinking more, like, Wow Wow West. Yeah. Wow Wow West. Is, is, yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Either way. Yeah, also, <laughs> Wild Wild West is a lot newer than, than old-timey, like... I'm aware of this. Yeah. But again, yeah. like, it didn't... Again, I just I, I guess, clearly I guess, said... Yeah, know. and again, like, that is like, another like another issue when it comes to, like, short stories is that you can't tell every... You can't put every detail into a story. You have to give... You, you usually lose, have some vagaries um, yeah. and let your, let your audience... Um, judge or come up with things on, on uh, for themselves like that's one of the things I like about like stories that do that is that yeah we all have we all get different ideas and like for, you might see it as like a bad thing but I find it's interesting like I, I find it's a, a positive because like we all have different as we all see uh, the same story a different way and yeah when I tell you how I view the story you're like no you're wrong you're an idiot how <laughs> dare you have a different opinion I'm personally joking <laughs> no sure <laughs> comes to the idiot part but no oh, oh thanks 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 yeah um, yeah part of the reason is because yeah. like when I was reading through the first paragraph it got to like tallow candles I had to look that up because I didn't know and so it showed like you get a, a like a glass jar, like a jam jar, fill yeah. full of whatever, and you make it. So it's yeah. like, so I've seen that people do it now. So and that's the other thing. Like, it put me of, in the now. You yeah. know, it could go either way. I, oh, I, I'm not okay. Yeah. Listen, okay, listen. <laughs> by the time it's at the end, yeah, it's, I'm pretty. Sh- it's probably medieval times and such. It's just from the get go, it put me in the wrong place. That's all. That's all, all I'm right. trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Alright, moving on. Okay, yes. Forward. <laughs> Not backwards, but forward. You want to talk for another 20 minutes on no. this? No. Oh, shit, okay. Well, I'm done with my notes. Actually, no, I got a couple more. Um, Alright, so when the mummers started playing music. Yep. Okay. And it's describing, like, they put the, the stuff in the fire, they play the music, and then, like, shadows come out from it. Okay. Yeah. And it says, like, they were not human in shape nor form. Isn't shape and form the same thing? No. Is this another window-window situation? No. Why not? Shape is like the... Like, they weren't human in shape, and they weren't human in form. So, shape... The way I see that, as an artist-wise, I see that as being shape as in, like, the like the human shape. Like the silhouette. The, the silhouette. Form as in the three-dimensional silhouette. Okay. 
So like they were like not they were demonic form like demonic figures were like coming out of the smoke basically the way I kind of and again this is an interpretation and as a, it's an interpretation more than it is an assumption because how did you see it I saw it as basically the person put the smoke uh, put the fi- uh, put that that weird powder slash herbs into the, into the fire it created different colored fires to create weird like lighting and like silhouettes in the uh, in the room but also the smoke came in and basically um, either drugged the uh, drugged the room because it's basically like hashish kind of stuff like where like, it's like a, again like a Middle Eastern kind of like hallucinogenic or uh, I'm basically going on like what the Persia the Persians had in the 300 where like they'd be in those tents with the weird like hookahs and stuff like that like mm-hmm. that kind of like herb thing they threw in the fire to get the simple yokels distracted and freaking out because suddenly the uh, the smoke is like creating weird billowing squamous demonic creep things and like shapes that they're seeing and maybe it's also like getting them a slight high so they're hallucinating a little bit more and distracting them further and then when the uh, allowing the uh, mummers to take the kids so mm-hmm. when they're when they're seeing these like forms in the uh, coming out of the, the fire they're actually just seeing what the smoke cloud the smoke coming out um in billows because of the uh, the way the herbs are but like it wasn't saying that they were just kind of it was just shapes moving and stuff and such and we're saying stuff like their, where is it? Um, blah, blah, blah. Dark creatures that uh, flickered over us all. Uh, what what they were in human though was the careful thoughtfulness which they scanned over everyone seeking something, someone. So it's not literally just smoke and moving around. It's at least to the kid's eyes. Yeah, he saw something actually looking through the the crowd. Yeah, so I mean that could also be the like kids' imag- oh, kids' imagination, because like again, simple child whose like own home is basically own life, only life has been a simple villa- farming village, and then suddenly this like weird shit starts coming out of a fire that's not like normal smoke or fire. It's like weird like alien things coming out of it. Like basically, he's just his imagination is running rampant, or possibly with hallucinate uh, with some slight hallucinations from like whatever if there's a high on it or something. And, or, you know, the other alternative is that they are straight up just summoning imps <laughs> or something like that. But I think it's more or less... Unless they're not there in form. Yeah, exactly. They're more or less just basically spirits being summoned out of the fire. But I think, I think more or less it's, it's, it's that it was a distractionary tactic. Mm-hmm. Because you can do, like, weird shit with, like, fire and smoke. Um, but it's not saying place. that the creatures are made of smoke, they're made of shadow. Which is... So... So... so oh, okay, hang on, hang on. Yeah, okay. I had to read this this section about five times. Really? I couldn't get a visual of what happened. So after reading it a bunch of times, I'm like, okay, I think what happened was they put the shit in, it made a bunch of fancy lights, yeah. and the shadow creatures yeah, are are, just... are not fi- they're, they're not physical standing up. They still act the way that a shadow would. It stays on the ground, stays on the wall, stays on people. Yeah. And it's moving throughout the people trying to find someone. Or at least that's what they think it is, because they're again they're simple folks, so they think that that's what's happening. But really, it's just a trick of the light kind of thing. The yeah. way that I saw it's it is, he, they're actually doing magic and summoning something Maybe. that is looking yeah. for someone. That that's the way yeah. I saw it. So this creature got summoned by them for the reason of taking the kid. Yeah, the kid. So it went through looking for them, and they took them and find them. I, I could I could definitely see that. Um, like I want to see that yeah. <laughs> is more of the other thing. Um, yeah, like honestly, like for me, I figured. Like I, I like your idea. Uh, for me, I, I figured it was just again another 
I, I kind of, for some reason, went the mundane route and just figured it was a tactic, like a distractionary tactic. You throw the, the thing in, and maybe not. Maybe the smoke doesn't like billow in and like create forms. Maybe it's actually like, yeah, like you said, silhouettes. But maybe the smoke itself, um, with the patterns and stuff that, and the weird light from the the fire, um, created like silhouettes on like they were like going over top, like cover, like they were coming onto the uh, the crowd, almost like shadows, basically. So just normal shadows and so yeah. weird like. Shapes were coming out, of the, were were being created because of the smoke that was uh, coming off. Also, the you keep saying smoke. It's not talking that much about smoke. I mean, it probably is. Literally, yeah, I, just, I watched fearfully. Well, when you have fu- when 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 sorry when fire when fire burns a like a herb bag or something like that, it creates smoke, which goes up the chimney. Um, sometimes in a tavern, sometimes. in a fireplace, sometimes <laughs> it goes up the chimney. That's right, the, the reason of a chimney. Fine. It, then it's the, it, no smoke. It's just, it's just shadow uh, patterns. Mm-hmm. Basically. That's basically that's what. So it's basically just it. simple shadow puppetry. Things stalked forwards out of the flames. Yeah. What did you see, Mikey? I'm suddenly envisioning Pac-Man ghosts. Non-human. And, uh... They're doing stuff. Waka, 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 That's Pac-Man himself. Waka, yeah. waka, 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 waka. They go... And they're multicolored, too, which goes with the flickering. Uh, that's true, yeah. I could see them summoning the, the Pac-Man ghosts. Mikey in yellow? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm infecting it. <laughs> yeah, like, I like, like, again, I went mundane, you went, um, like, str- like literal summoning of something, mm-hmm. and then you went... Well, that, that's what you went now. Silly. What yeah, did you yeah. think of then? Yeah. When, when you first read it, what did you think happened in that scene in regards to the, the music and the fire? Um. Hmm. What did you think happened during when the fire and flames carried the two kids on? That's actually what they're singing. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're dragon force on like <laughs> flutes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> tambourines. I think it's flutes and stringed instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bass scales and stuff like that. So yeah. electric guitar there. You know. yeah. <laughs> it's like plugged into like some magical crystal. <laughs> Whoa. It's actually just, it's like, it's modern day, so they just plug it in. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, there you go. It's, it's really just some, like, some, uh, some mummering, uh, some mummering people decide to, like, crash in on a LARP. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Fire in the flames. Da, da, da. <laughs> it's a perfect song for that, too, with what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, making uh, this better and better, or worse and worse. Yeah. I just sort of chugged it up to being part of the performance. Yeah. So just, yeah, but, no, what did you visualize? In regards to the shadows, because it keeps talking about the shadows like it's this huge thing. Did you literally just see, like, random shadows going over people because the flames are going nuts? Yeah. Or, yeah. no. So basically, my my route yeah. is basically just, it's a distractionary... I mean, in my in the back of my mind, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure while I was reading, I was like, I was thinking demons, but I think a lot, like, the the actual forefront in mind was like, while I was reading, I was like, oh, okay, so it's like a distractionary tactic, like, mm-hmm. along with the song and stuff like that. It's like, they're... they're Dis- they're causing a confusion with these simple folk, so they can distract them enough to get some for some one of them to grab the kids. Yeah, I'll and say this: put them on each other's back and put a cloak on. <laughs> I'll say this: if if they went bam, put shit in it, and then smoke went everywhere, and then they started yeah, seeing yeah. shit, I, then I'd be like, okay, they're they got drugged. All right, but, I'm I'm willing to concede that no, I was extrapolating too much in that part. No, that, no, that's fine. I'm just saying personally. If if they if there was smoke going over all of the whole crowd, then, then I'd be yeah. like, okay, they're probably getting drugged right now. Yeah. But to me personally, when I first read it, yeah. it was just they made the fire do fancy shit, and then demons came out of it. Like 
their music is summoning it. Yeah. And because the demons are physically looking for things, it's not just random lights. Or random shadows, rather. The opposite of lights. <laughs> yes. It's just a bag of fireworks <laughs> that, that starts going off when uh, <laughs> they start playing. Yeah. <laughs> or just music. Or the even darker tone, it's like the, the, the bag of uh, whatever uh, like causes the, uh, the fire to become like strobe-like and just gives everybody epilepsy. <laughs> like, oh, nice. That's great. <laughs> Thanks. Like... And then they all die. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. But as you can tell, about that, that one section is my biggest issue with this whole thing. We're just, I couldn't get a thing out of it. Either way, that's the end of my notes. <laughs> okay. That's um, all the things being said. Then I, I guess we go on to recommendations. Um... As a show, as a, as a story, as just like as short as it is, um, honestly, I would recommend this story. Uh, it's it's a fine read. Um, I like the twist at the end. If you if you've listened to our discussion, however long it is, and you still and like and like still give it a read, like it's it's fine. I like the um, the the as little as we get. I like the setting. And like the uh, like what the mummers do and like their whole like shtick and stuff. So yeah, I, I, the, my only my only kind of recommendation otherwise is that this story would be longer, um, like expand a little bit further on like into the world of like the mummers taking kids. Yeah, like they uh, keep like, mentioning the one. Yeah, the great one. Which yeah, I, the again, great like, one, and they never talk about who the great one is. Like yeah, hey, you know, obviously. It's it's Gretzky it, slash Gretzky. God <laughs> totally, <laughs> but um, yeah, like again, like go, like honestly, as soon as I heard the Great One, I started thinking again on Shallowbrook, and I was like, is this a fantasy kind of setting, where, or like a mundane fantasy setting where like they have different gods and entities and stuff like that, or is this like one real world or something like that, or just historical and like they had other older names for God back mm-hmm. then or something like that? Um, like in a way, I would almost rather if they just. Picked a random actual god. So then, even if you don't know the time frame, you can look up that god and find like, out when that god was most worshipped. Or like, and they don't put worship our lord. Like, I'm pretty sure if like, you say like our lord, like capital O, capital L, that's pretty, uh, pretty, uh, uh, that's a pretty good uh, signifier of, of like, the Christian god. Um, yeah, like, but again, for, that... for, like, and it would make sense for the sorry, it would make sense for the setting, like in terms of being an old English town because that's basically what they who they were like, yeah but that mean. also it leaves it in the same situation just different slightly if you put the great one you're like who's the great one if you put our lord like who's your lord like there's still questions yeah and especially if it's in a medieval time saying our lord could mean the lord of the that's area true, yeah that's true fine just say god then um yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, they should just say they don't worship our God, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> clearly. Um, yeah, so like, just some expansion. Like, that's basically the only recommendation. I, I, I like the, the only like, not just straight up. Oh yeah, I would totally recommend it. Like, I would like to see a little bit more. Um, I may never get it, but I still want that. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend it. Honestly, as a short story, it's not half bad. So. Maybe that's enough on this show. <laughs> uh, but Mikey, he stands for you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> he stands for elf. Right? Sorry. <laughs> threw me off for a second. Like, what? It doesn't? <laughs> no, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. I was like, no, that is enough. <laughs> like, I thought you were referencing... Uh, whatever, Mikey. 
Alright, so... Uh, onward to my revelation. Oh. <laughs> the Mummers are the unsung hero of the story. <laughs> really? Okay. Alright, everyone grab a drink and sit down. Let's hear about this. Well, okay. So you've got kids in a bar. Yeah? And if you notice, the protagonist is a kid, but he's with his dad. Yes. These other kids are either not with their parents, so there's no one protecting them from the mummers, Mm -hmm. or their parents are already too drunk to care for them. Yes. And so the mummers are actually just taking them home. Or taking them away from a bad abuse home. Yeah, abuse family, yeah. Designated... Kidnappers? (laughs) Kidnappers? <laughs> no, they're not kidnapping them. They're literally taking them away from their they're bad parents. Kidnapping. <laughs> Why being separate like that? They're not going for a nap. No, no. Nap means like napping is not just sleeping. You can actually like, it means taking. I'm aware. That's why it's called kidnapping. <laughs> I'm going on the point that <laughs> I'm going on the point that are, are you saying that essentially like I forget the um. Like, who would kids call if their parents are being, like, really horrible to them and they, they would come over and take them Child away? care? Yeah, it's essentially, that's who they are. Yeah. The child services. Child, child services. Yeah, the mothers are just medieval child services. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what a revelation! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. Uh, these mothers just keep changing form in my head. I have no idea what they look like anymore. Ah. Confused yet, audience? I know I am. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess my recommendation is a maybe, because I, like I said, had issues with the end. Yeah. Um, and easy fix of either putting the last two sentences in their own paragraph. Or just leaving it. Or... <laughs> we all have our own problems yeah. that we'll yeah. roll our eyes at, you know. Yeah. And it... It's not a bad read, so that's why I'm giving it a maybe. So I was also surprised because you usually just like no, I'm dead. It has it at the start of a sentence, yeah, and you're yeah. confused there at the end. So I figured yeah. you'd hate it. Yeah. 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 So that says something. You at least enjoyed it. Mm. Yes. There you go. Okay. Oh, my turn. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, um, I'm probably going to give it a maybe as well because for the same kind of reasons, I liked the story. It's just. That one fire part really confused me, so I I can't give it a yes 100% because I have no idea what happened. Now I don't know if I'm just like, my brain's creativity is just much better than the than the average person's or not. Better? I imagine them as demons coming out of it, looking out for some guys who are like, oh, it's just a distraction. I'll go with the mundane, boring one. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm the uncreative one. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> We're constantly throwing shit at each other in this one. Weird. Yeah. Um, How dare you, though? No, like, I just, like... Or maybe my... I don't know, like... I don't know. Again, because the vagueness, we all see different things, and I, but yeah. that's a bad thing in my eyes. So well, I'm going to yeah. give it a maybe instead of a yes. That's a long short. We really should have, like, just a, an episode where we just talk about what we like in writing and not... Yeah. <laughs> like, straight up, like, what... Because, like, th- I feel like we all have very different opinions about actual, like, written, like, content. Not just creepypastas, mm-hmm. but, like, what we enjoy reading. <laughs> yeah. 
or like what we enjoy in reading and writing. Uh, if you'd like to hear us uh, have that conversation, comment. Well, we could do a Patreon of that. We could, so, yeah. So, yeah. I wonder if like after doing that, we would all come to a conclusion and be like, you know what? Yeah, you're you, so, what, you're you're right on this. You're right on that, and you're right on that. Yeah. Also, we're disbanding because <laughs> <laughs> now we're all gonna have the exact same thoughts on everything. <laughs> Comment if you think we shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, send us a message. Send us an email. Yeah. Wherever. Um, so we've all recommend. So we basically one one full recommendation, or at least even mine's kind of tentative. But like I I, I don't know. I, the story is fine. Like I'll recommend it. But with uh, our half recommendations like, combined, so two out of three is a bad. Yes. Um, but yeah. So uh, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. We're on iTunes, so leave us a rating and a review. Let us know how we're doing. We need some, uh, we occasionally need our own critique, or some critique on our own stuff, so, yeah. Um, and you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Uh, Mikey's at the East Dance for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. The Gamer Yells on Xbox Live at the Gamer in Yellow without the W, because Xbox hates them. And, um, you can also, uh, send us emails. Like I said, like we said, we keep mentioning earlier. Um... At aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D N T R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Or hey, if you want us to do uh, do an episode where we legitimately just talk about how, what we like in writing and what we don't like in writing. In um, regards to creepypastas. Huh? In regards to creepypastas. In, in regards to creepypastas or just in regards to like. Writing in general. Like re- when we read like something, like what we like to see and read in mm-hmm. books and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, let's know. Because it seems like it's, co- it's come up more, way more than once. Yeah. Like, um, so yeah. You can also check out the title cards for each episode uh, at El Dente Rigamortis on YouTube and uh, crazonstudios.tumblr.com. Uh, and if you'd like to support us, you can go to Patreon. Go to Al Dente Rigamortis on Patreon. Check out the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have behind-the-scenes content, extra episodes, early access. Old, exclusive shows. Yeah, exclusive. Well, yeah, they're all they're, they're exclusive shows when they're on Patreon. Well, yeah, because I know. It's people pay for those content. Yes, <laughs> that content. Um, and yeah, um, just support. We have like $2, $5 tiers. Each one uh, has a different... Um, Kind of reward, goal, a reward tier. So just check it out. And for those of you that are supporting us right now on Patreon, thank you immensely. You're keeping the hosting bills at bay and helping us grow. So again, thank you. And until next time, I have been your host, Review Claus. I'm Mikey. <laughs> he stands for help. I mean, evil. <laughs> yeah. And I am the reindeer now. And this has been Elden Ring Rigamortis. Ho ho ho! Sleep well. Review Cultist is part of the 180. Woo! I really like that sound effect, don't you? Yes. It's nice. Right. Er, hello! No. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even do the hand thing. <laughs> uh, if there's ever a Medea creepypasta, oh, you can do the entire intro it's like Christmas. that. Ho ho ho!
hello, I'm Review Cultist. Are you? <laughs> I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this <laughs> is... Oh, wait. Wow. Uh... Wow, I totally just gapped for a second on the because of that shit. On yeah. what we were doing? Yeah, no, no. Like, no, and no, we're, no, no. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and we're reviewing that one that, what was it called again? The Mummer. Yeah, the Mummer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get from the top. Okay, okay. So I am actually going to do like a more Christmassy thing. Like, ho, ho, ho. Hello, I'm Review Cultist. Should uh, we jump on it? Yes. Do you want to be a reindeer or an elf? <laughs> if I'm a reindeer, I'd have a yellow nose. <laughs> Mikey sounds like an elf name. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> on Mikey, on Gamer, on Doctor, on Matt. Wow. <laughs> That's retarded. <laughs> on Travis, on... On, uh, on Noah, on Kyle, and... Oh, and someone else who rhymes with him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I'm done. Are you? But yeah, for now. Anyway, let's, okay. just this, let's just get this done. So yeah, I'll do the ho 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 thing, and then I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that voice until the end, until we until we until we're done the intro. Okay. So. <clears throat> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you okay there, Mike? <clears throat> yep. <laughs> oh God! It's a sun coming out of the <laughs> It's like a hairball for you. <laughs> um, 